And it's so valuable in this work. Um, I mean, it's valuable in all parts of life, but in this work, when you consider transitioning something that you have given birth to, <laughs> that might be extreme, but something that you have grown and developed and cared for, and you, you know, it's a big, big part of your life, and you're thinking of letting that go and giving it to someone else to now care and nurture for. It's a very emotional experience. There's a lot that comes up that is can be very challenging to deal with and consider the way I'm dealing with this is impacting the relationships that are most important to me. And what is it going to take for me to respond in a way that will have those relationships not just survive, but even thrive and be stronger outside, you know, beyond the transition. Welcome to the Business Transition Roadmap. My name is Elizabeth Ledoux, and through my years, I have seen how communities thrive when business succession and transition are done well. Me and my team at the Transition Strategists have been helping business owners develop and implement transition strategies for over 30 years. And on this show, we want to help you by giving you the roadmap to a healthy business transition. Let's get started. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Business Transition Roadmap podcast. Um, I'm Elizabeth Ledoux, and I am so happy to be here with Marcy McNeil today. Marcy, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Elizabeth. It's really wonderful to be with you. Well, thanks. And I am excited to have you here and to have our viewers and listeners um, enjoy this because Marcy is one of our top transition guides here at the Transition Strategist. And she and I have been working together for quite some time, um, just working with clients. And she brings a really unique aspect to our work that we do. So um, just happy that you're here today to share some of your perspectives on transition and what you see in the you know, in people's transition journeys, some of the things they run into and what they try to work around as they create successful transitions. So yeah, welcome again. Thank you. Thank you. So tell us a little bit about you, Marcy, and the background that you have. Absolutely. Happy to do that. So I am originally from Colorado, like you are, Elizabeth, and got my degree in business from Colorado State University, and then promptly went into nonprofits. <laughs> so, so while I got a business degree, which served me very, very well in nonprofits, I spent a lot of my career either running or coaching nonprofit organizations. And um, I actually worked with over 350 nonprofit organizations in my most recent position and um, help them raise over $400 million to fulfill on their missions. Wow. And the, the why I did that work is, is the same reason why I do the work with, with you all, with the team and our wonderful group at the Transition Strategists, which is wanting to be able to help people make a difference for themselves, for their families, for their employees, but also for their communities. Just knowing how important those, you know, not only nonprofit organizations, but I saw through my work how important businesses are to that whole third sector, that nonprofit sector. It really could not even survive without business support, without business leaders giving their time, their energy, their 
their expertise and in many cases, their money. And so the why that drove me to do that work continues to drive me to do this work, which is, you know, businesses are so critical for healthy, thriving communities. And as much as we can help and support businesses transition in a way that keeps them so strongly connected to the communities, to the valuable relationships they've, they've created, whether it's, you know, inside their organization with their employees and their employees' families, but then with the broader, the broader community and what a huge contribution that is. So it was just so natural as I was leaving this other experience in this other part of my career or phase of my career and meeting you and hearing what the work was about. I was like, oh my gosh, the why it's the same. It's just a new way of doing it. And it's been, it's been amazing. It's been incredible. It's been a really fun journey to get to this point. And I will say I have learned more about business since I started working with you than I did it when I got my degree, just to say I was young, you know, kind of theoretical. Now I'm like, wow, really getting to understand the actual workings, the actual ins and outs and the complexities and have just a huge, huge respect for business owners and entrepreneurs and what they, what they go through to have things work and be successful. So now, yeah, yeah. it's, it's difficult to be an entrepreneur in the first place. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, to, have the ability to help a business thrive forward because well, years ago we built this model called the entrepreneurial flight and we did a lot of research or I did a lot of research um, as it was built and found out that only, yeah, only about 5% of businesses that are started in the United States survive five years. And of that 5%, a very small percentage, only like about 20% will survive into 10 plus years. So that's what the original founder who actually knows the product or service and is great at that. And they have to figure out how to run the business and how to build and grow it. Um, let alone trying to figure out how to get it into somebody else's hands, you know, 10, 15, 20 years later, mm -hmm. it really is a complicated and, um, challenging feat, but also for those who are able to do that, I think sometimes they discount themselves and, um, and think, you know, well, anybody should be able to run this business or I can transition it pretty easily to somebody and, um, not really understanding how valuable they are in that leadership and ownership role. It's a big deal. Absolutely. And it's such a richly rewarding, process when they do get to the, to the final point of the actual transition. I mean, that's, it takes a lot of commitment and a lot of work to Absolutely. successfully do that. So, yeah. Yeah. So one of the things I wanted to dive in with you on is the idea, you know, one of our foundations is people first. We're a little bit different than some others where, uh, some other transition companies that help owners figure this out, start with the how and the how much. We always start with the people first, because what we found uh, in our work is that if you do that, you've got a high likelihood of a successful transition that is not only successful for the person leaving and the person coming in, but also you are allowed to keep some of those relationships whole and healthy in a much, much better way. Um, they're just less at risk. So anyway, um, with your knowledge and background with emotional intelligence and then that piece that um, gives you the added part of the social side of that, tell us a little bit about um, 
about that and what you're seeing with people who are transitioning today. Yeah, Elizabeth, I'd be happy to respond to that because I really, one of the things that I love so much about our team at the Transition Strategist is that core value of people first. And in social and emotional intelligence is about, I mean, many people think it's about just being aware of our emotions, just being aware of what we're feeling and what we're thinking. And it's, but it's more so about the behaviors the actual behaviors that impact how we are responding or reacting to things. And then what does that look like when we consider how it's impacting our relationships? And it's so valuable in this work. Um, I mean, it's valuable in all parts of life, but in this work, when you consider transitioning something that you have given birth to, <laughs> that might be extreme, but something that you have grown and developed and cared for and, you, you know, it's a big, big part of your life and you're thinking of letting that go and giving it to someone else to now care and nurture for. It's a very emotional experience. There's a lot that comes up that is, can be very challenging to deal with and consider the way I'm dealing with this is impacting the relationships that are most important to me. And what is it going to take? For me to respond in a way that will have those relationships not just survive, but even thrive and be stronger outside, you know, beyond the transition. And, you know, that's, I love that I can bring that experience and that training to these, these journeys, these journeys that founders and entrepreneurs and families are having because they're just, they're very loaded with lots of lots of reactions and emotions and responses. And, you know, it, it, it can get away from you. It can really get away from you. And, and before you know it, you find yourself in a position where it's like, Ooh, can I get this back? Can yeah. I, can I still have this relationship work or where, where has it gone? So, you know, it's, it's, it's to be able to bring that view and that perspective and, you know, and guide people through those sometimes very challenging conversations, sometimes just those very thoughtful inquiries they need to have for the, for themselves before they can respond in a way that's going to sure. put people first. Yeah. Yeah. And even, um, the idea, you know, one of the things that we do is we integrate the business transition with the people side. Cause again, that how and how much is the functional side you can, you know, decide if you're going to sell it to a third party, if you're going to, sell it to an insider or an internal type of a sale, like an employee or a family member, or even your, your partner, mm -hmm. if you're ready to get out and they're going to stay for a little bit. So those would all be considered internal type transactions. Um, so you can decide how you're going to do that. You can decide if you're going to, if they're going into debt, if you're going to carry some of the debt with them or for them, um, if you're going to transition part at a time, you know, a little bit at a time so that they can get their arms around it and pay for it and you can stay in it and maybe gain some value because it grows a little bit bigger while you're still holding some of the um, equity side of it. So there are all of, that's all the how to me, um, how that gets done and the how much obviously is around what you want for it, what you need for it. The, those things are all important. So all of those have to be integrated. But then the idea of, you know, the four W's of the why, the when, the who, and the what, um, and understanding that 
if you integrate those other things, it increases the opportunity for them to have a successful relationship and have those relationships. Usually they thrive. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a couple different examples of people that are in the midst of it. And when you get in the midst of the transition, the internal transition, it gets pretty darn messy because people are there. Both sides, the person transitioning or people transitioning and also the successors are on pretty high learning curves. Um, Successors learning how to come in and take over and trying to do their best. And the people who are transitioning trying to let go and trying to allow that, but also seeing some things that they're not happy with or not quite, it's not settling well. And they're trying to figure out um, how to let go and how to support without directing um, Mm -hmm. all of that. So um, give us some ideas or an example of some of the, you know, maybe one example of some of the things that you've seen in a transition Mm -hmm. and, um, how people are getting through it. Yep. I love that. When you were saying about the how, what occurred to me, Elizabeth, is that the figuring out the options of the how is like 1% of the how, <laughs> you know, because it's all of the other 99%, the actual doing, the, the movement, whether it's really, really slow or really fast, however it is, that's the, that's the doing of the how and the conversations. And then what's the response to the conversation? And I can think, you know, when you think about some of the challenges I've seen, some of our, our clients or just other examples are, you know, everything from, I mean, we talk about mutual dependency, you know, and I actually went through an experience with an organization that had a, a failed transition because of the mutual dependency couldn't be broken. And it was too difficult to let go. And, and then the flip side of that is the business is so dependent. I know we're having a conversation soon with, with someone who says, you know, who's struggling with the business counts on me. Without me, it will, it, it can't survive. So how do you develop that plan and invite other people in to participate in breaking that, that dependency and sharing those roles and teaching, like you said, teaching other people, well, what did you do that made it so dependent on you? And what can, how do I take some of that on? Or how do you just give that to me and teach me and mentor me to be as successful? But hopefully they have a plan to not have it just be them either kind of thing. But, but you know, that, that piece of, of letting, letting go in both directions, you know, letting go of the business and making sure the business can let go of you is something I definitely see, you know, individuals and, and families that we work with wrestling with wrestling with that. It's a big, it's a big conversation. It is a big conversation Mm -hmm. and it's not something, I mean, yeah, that mutual dependency is what made the business work. It's what made the owner stay and know that, you know, when everything, when everything fell apart, when nobody else was standing, they were there to pick up the pieces and, you know, Mm -hmm. to keep it going. And, um, you know, I think of investment and pretty much, I think almost every business owner has been through a time when cash flow was tight and payroll 
was you were struggling to make payroll or struggling to do something. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, just those feelings of, you know, being able to be resourceful and do that is part of what made the business work. And then now we're asking that business owner not to do that yeah. and to trust somebody else who may do it a little bit differently and, and also may not understand it, may not understand the severity mm-hmm. because they haven't lived it. Mm-hmm. It's really an interesting concept to think about that. Mm-hmm. You know, it does remind me of another example too. There's, there's, and this is very much emotional intelligence in that there's recognition and acknowledgement from both directions. So recognition mm-hmm. and acknowledgement of a successor who may have ideas to do it differently, but providing that, um, you know, knowing that they respect what the, the founder, the business owner did to get it to where it is and not stepping over that, you know, stepping over that acknowledgement is um, definitely going to be a place where you uh, could bounce. You could run into some conflict. You could run because the, the owner, the person's, you know, letting go is feeling like they don't appreciate that I've done any of, you know, done all of this work to get us to this point. And the successor is probably just excited. I am just excited to go. I see what's possible. I want to take it to this place. And just a simple conversation that is about gratitude and thankfulness and, um, you know, can smooth that conversation over. And yet it can be hard for for successor and, and the person, you know, becoming the new owner to see that that's what's needed. They just know something's off. They just know something doesn't feel right. It feels like, ew, it doesn't, it feels icky and it can be solved just through a, a, a great dialogue and, you know, just having that gratitude and, and then, you know, for, a, for a, an owner to acknowledge that the, success, the successor has great ideas and energy and, that they will be great. They will do wonderful things with it. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, Marcy, I am so excited. I've been working over the last couple of weeks on a presentation that I'm going to be doing for the Woman Presidents Association. And I have 45 women owners in Los Angeles that I'm going to be talking to at the end of the week. Um, And It's about the six ingredients that are required for a successful transition. Uh, First ingredient is to actually have a plan. That's to start with. So um, we call it a roadmap. And just to have some idea of where you're headed. Uh, The example that I love to give is just some kind of a direction. You know where you are today. So, for instance, I'm in Colorado and... um, I have to decide at least at a very high level, am I going to Canada or Mexico? Because I can't go to both directions at the same time. I have to choose one or the other. Uh, then the remainder of that is the invitation and bringing people in. And what you referred to earlier, Marcy, is the actual behavior and the actual doing of whatever you're going to do with this. So um, trying to figure out that direction is is the first thing. Then the second ingredient that I picked is um, communication because communication in all the work that I've ever done in this environment and in this field, if people are talking to each other and they're clear and they're able to be what I call grounded 
um, you know, not angry and not hurt and not emotional or upset, but more, you know, our, one of our number one rules of engagement is best of intent. So they're assuming best of intent that somebody's actually trying to do the right thing. And they're, uh, when you assume best of intent, you really can't be angry at anyone. You might be able to be slightly frustrated, but most of the time what you get to be is curious. You know, why did they do that? Or what happened in their world today that they really kind of fell off the rails or made that decision? Did they just not understand? Um, you get to be very, very curious. So communication, I think, is one of the key, key, key ingredients to a successful transition and maybe one of the most important. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's one of the key, you know, competencies of social and emotional intelligence. And I'm a firm believer of you can solve anything through dialogue, but if you don't have that dialogue and if you don't bring, if you don't come from that best of intent, then you end up with conflict. And conflict is the quickest way to realize I'm not going to Canada or Mexico. I think I'm going to Las Vegas. That's not where I was trying to go. <laughs> so, but I love that example of the, you know, of knowing where you're going because without that map, without that destination identified, then even, even good communication can get so scattered and so um, disorganized. And then it's sort of like the prevailing winds of the day. You know, today it's this because that was a fun conversation. Oh, but today this guy said this thing. Oh, that's interesting. And then there's just, there's just, there. Oh, it's overwhelming. It's overwhelming because there are unlimited places you could choose to go. And, you know, if you, if you haven't established that direction, then your communication will sort of follow just, you know, haphazard, you know, here and there and all over there. So it's, it's powerful to have that map or at least that destination, whether you said, you know, exactly in Canada where you're going or exactly where in Mexico, at least, you know, the direction you're headed. <laughs> and then, you know, That's you right. can invite others in and it might get more specific as we get closer, that type of thing. But yes, it, it has a huge yeah. impact on that communication piece. So, but dialogue is Wanna critical. Yeah. And I think that, I think you have to, I, again, I, we said it earlier. I think that sometimes, um, what the owner does is discounted, you know, they discount it themselves. Mm -hmm. It's pretty easy, but I think it's important to remember that when you're talking about these transitions, you're talking about people's lives. Um, you're talking about their livelihood. You're talking about a lot of money, and a lot of commitment, a big commitment to coming in as a successor and a big commitment as the person transitioning to be able to mentor and teach. And not to mention the community that you talked about earlier, that you've got those people, um, they're dependent on this business. They're, they depend on it for their paychecks in the community and all the philanthropy, um, you know, mm -hmm. business owners are typically generous. Yeah. So, yeah. So I think that really taking this a little bit more seriously, this is a big endeavor and a little bit of planning goes a long way mm -hmm. with this. Even if you don't know as an owner today, what you want to do, part of the journey is to solidify it and actually understand it. Um, and be able to be transparent, invite somebody in to be your successor 
um, telling them that you're not exactly, it's not a hundred percent clear, but you're going this direction. And would you like to come with me? And this is my intention. Yeah. And I love what you were saying. I mean, there is a lot that is riding on the success of the transition. But the other thing is it's, it's, you know, the, it's the next adventure that that person gets to go on, whatever that might be. And they might be discovering that through the process for themselves. You know, what is that next, that next thing that I plan to do, whether it's go sail away or <laughs> be with the grandkids or start a new enterprise, you know, something completely new, but, but that's, yeah. that's also, you know, what's, what's at stake you know, that opportunity for that, for that person, that family. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, wonderful. Well, um, gosh, Marcy, I think we're at our time. So I just so appreciate one, you working with me and with us, you are a pleasure and, um, just bring so much to our clients and what we do. So thank you for that. And thank you for joining us and sharing some of your perspectives today. Um, hopefully there'll be, little nuggets that people can take and, you know, remember along the way that will help them in their transition journey. Thank you so much for having me on Elizabeth. And thank you for bringing me into this team. It's an amazing, amazing team. We are so committed, so committed to businesses and families and individuals just having as much as they want out of their transitions. Hopefully, hopefully all that they want. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Business Transition Roadmap. If you are listening to this and you find yourself wanting to go deeper into these topics and start the process of putting together your transition strategy, I'd love to offer you a free initial strategy session with my team where we'll help you to explore the future transition of your business. Head over to www.transitionstrategist.com to schedule a call. Thank you again for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Business Transition Roadmap.